Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the main event. You're here with me, Daniel. And Aaron. Aaron, good to be back. We've had the international break that no one ever wants. Uh, how was your international break? Uh, well, I actually played. We played football. We both played in the same match. Yeah, and using the term up, football wild and loose there. That summed up our international break. Yeah. <laughs> A hefty defeat. Um yeah, it was it was a good day. It was an even better night. Thanks everyone for turning up uh, to the North Trials for the game week thirty nine. It was very, very, very messy afterwards. Um, some good stories, but what happens in Newcastle stays in Newcastle, unfortunately. Uh, so we're going to move on to how our probably even more disastrous game weeks went last week. It was a bit of a wild ride for us both. I feel like there's a story there for both of us. Do you want to start, Aaron? How did you get on? So it went with me going on this podcast and saying I'm going to sell Haaland. I then did that interview with David Monday, and, and I also said 100% certainly I am selling Haaland. I stuck to my word. I sold Haaland because I did not, I was working when the match day, when the lineup was released. And so I didn't get the notification that he was actually starting. Um, so it wasn't until I got home and realized Holland had scored that I found that out. That was yeah. depressing. But overall, I'm not too mad at my score. Um, we got, I think me and you got similar scores, but obviously you took the hit. Yes, the hit. Not a minus four, Aaron. Not a minus eight. Double it. Not a minus 12. Took a minus 16. I cannot remember what mind frame I was in when I did it. Uh, being, I, I think it was, I'd be, I was at work because obviously I work on Tuesdays as everyone does. Um, and I think it was because the Newcastle game was kicking off at 1745, wasn't it? On the, on the Tuesday. Yeah. And Good I was 24 in 24 hour time there. And I was, uh, I was basically just in a rush to get to the pub to watch that. And, I had I didn't have time to do anything during the day. I don't really have time on a Tuesday because I work in the office generally on a Tuesday. And I mean, I can work at home sometimes and we sort of jump around, but we're all going out after the match together on the Tuesday. So I was in the office. I can't just sit on my phone on Twitter and on everything else all day. And I just think I just got far too excited. And some of the hits paid off. Some of them really didn't pay off at all. And ultimately, I think, Minus four was probably my sweet spot. I would have had an absolute belter. And where my issues came from, first of all, lies. Lies! There were heavy rumours, even leaked teams for Atletico Madrid that said Jimenez wasn't going to be playing, so I sold him as part of the hit. He got 10 points. That's 14 points swing on that. Um, I got rid of, obviously, I got rid of DeMarco, he didn't do anything anyway. But I got rid of Turam. He started, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you factor in the minus four on top of that, that's that's seven points I had to make up because he, he played, he got a clean sheet, got three points. So trying to make up seven points, disaster. Um, Some moves that did go well for me, I brought in... Brought in Morata for Osserman and captained him, so 11 points double. Didn't quite meet Haaland, but he's also a couple of million less than Haaland. Uh, I brought in Simmons, who got eight points, which was good. I brought in um, 
Munoz as well, Sociedad's defender. He got seven points because he got an assist. He was nearly on a big score, but obviously Benfica did get a goal. But one of the issues was I wasn't paying attention. I'd like lost all concentration. I was far too excited for the Newcastle Dortmund game. I was going to the pub. I was with my dad. I was out with all my mates from work, all that sort of stuff. And I put in too many Tuesday players and I thought, well, Lewis does this. Apparently it doesn't matter. So did it anyway. Got a Wednesday and I had carryover. I was like, I'm going to have to not play one player. Anyway, that one player that I didn't play, Basagli, got nine points. Opposed to Kouarashalia, Mendes, who got two points and one point respectively. Um, I brought in Di Lorenzo for three points. I mean, it was just, it was just shit, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, I kept Riznik in six points, which was good. But then Summer got seven points on my bench, actually one point down from that. I got 78 minus 16, and that put me on a... It says, yeah, it put us on a green arrow, but it didn't. It's, it, I've got green arrows for all my leagues for last week, but I actually... I, I think it goes green arrow from the Tuesday. So it's, I don't think it's a green arrow from the whole match day, because... Oh, right, yeah, yeah. That makes no sense. You wait no, because no, you've got loads of Tuesday players, so that wouldn't have happened. That's yeah. what happened to me. Yeah, I think it's um I think it might have given us what they thought was a green arrow based on my points, but without taking the hit into effect. Not like done my overall well, points. Great. We would all just take hits all Yeah, the time, yeah, and just get it? green arrows. Be dropping in rank, but getting green arrows. Uh so but I'm on 367k. This is the worst start I've comfortably ever had to this game. Ever. Even on our like newbie seasons, this is way worse. So don't listen to me. Um, for me, 76 points. Um, this I did take, uh, I did take a hit, I took a minus four. Did you? I did. Um, so Wild. Holland coming out was, was part of that. No, you took Holland that was part of a hit. Um, who were the other players that you brought in? So I took out Holland, Galino, and Dumfries. Right, Galino and Dumfries. Did Dumfries start? No, that's that, right? Okay. Um, he didn't play at all. Yeah. Um, for Vinicius Junior, Hakimi and Javi Simmons, so it worked. Worked out. Um, except for the Hakimi one. The Hakimi and the Harlan thing, not really. No. Essentially, you just it didn't work. You should have just brought in Javi Simmons for a midfielder for Galino. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Vinicius Junior. Uh, so the people that actually made it on Harry Kane, captain. Uh, Jimenez for two points, Vinicius Jr. for nine. Uh, Javi Simmons, eight. I had Kimmich from a wild card, who had seven. Um, Sane, three. Bellingham, zero. Bastoni, seven. Sommer, seven. Hakimi, three. Cancelo, four. Um, and on my bench, it was all one-pointers. Aspilicueta, Gordon, and Henriks. Look at you. So there's no way I could have... I mean, the most I could have got more was 77 with this current team if I didn't sub on Bellingham. I know it's all if, buts, and maybes. But if, Aaron, if. I heard Haaland was starting. All's, if all I'd done was Osman and Morata, or oh, I probably could have won Osman and Haaland. If I'd done that, if I'd went um, and put Munez in for DeMarco, Simmons in for I think um for Galino because Galino's injured. 
If I'd made those three transfers, only those three, I would have been comfortable 100 plus, 100 plus club. Comfortable because Jimenez would still have played for 10 points. Boscali would have came in for nine points. I wouldn't have lost a further 12 points. Um, yeah, it, I'm absolutely sick, <laughs> sick of my life. But moving on, on to match day five. Hopefully a little better than last week. And it's time to take risks, I think, Aaron. I think it's time to take risks, mate. The early kickoffs do not help us out on the Tuesday, though. Potentially one of them. Shakhtar, Antwerp and Lazio Celtic. Um, let's just start with the less exciting of the two, Shakhtar and Antwerp. Um, in Shakhtar, are you looking to bring anyone in for this match? Obviously, this is the kind of fixture you would look to target. Obviously, Shakhtar... 1-0 win over Barcelona in the last match day, which is a great result. We know that they can kind of pull these kind of results off. Um, so with that in mind, are you looking to to bring in any Shakhtar players? I'm assuming you're not bringing in any Antwerp players. but No, Antwerp are the biggest avoids. They are the worst team in the competition with Union Berlin, the pair of them. I think Antwerp are worse than Union Berlin. Uh, and Union Berlin have a new manager. But I think... Um, I think if you were to bring any in, this is more like wild card people or limitless wild card people, uh, because you're probably going to want to bring in other more important players. But if you've got like a few extra transfers to make, uh, Sudikov six point uh, five million midfielder, I think he is. Yeah, in Sikan five point two million forward, both currently on twenty two points for the competition. You can go for Rizitsky, um, four and a half million defender, who's doing quite well. Obviously, we've got Riznik and goal. I do have Riznik and goal. I don't know. Um, four million goalkeeper still, still doing well in the playing against the worst team in the competition. They're at home. They beat them away. A bit fortuitous, but Antwerp, obviously, as a lot of teams are, are better at home. But I think, uh, I think Sudikov, two nine pointers in a row against Barcelona, is I think it's a good bet against Antwerp. If I was going to bring anyone in, it would be him. Uh, and especially considering he's a midfielder as well. Yeah, I think that for kind of what the players you mentioned there, but in terms of how the group's looking, uh, Barcelona and Porto are both on nine points. Shakhtar have six. Obviously, Barcelona and Porto can't both have three points. So Shakhtar would look to win this game to give them a really good chance going up against Porto in the last match day. Um, they've got their destiny in their hands, basically because of that result against Barcelona. So you really think that they're going to attack this fixture yeah. um, and, and give them a good chance of qualifying into the next round. So 100%. And I think leaning into the next game, I'm hoping that Porto beat Barcelona, or at least it's a draw. That way, um, I think Barcelona Antwerp for the final day. But if Barcelona need to win that game, I think that's a Lewandowski move. Yeah. Um, and then in ter in terms of, I guess we'll stick with that group, Barcelona, Porto. Um, yeah, obviously, it's in Barcelona, but Barcelona have had a, a few injuries in the international break. Um, 
quite important players, despite them being so young. Um, and obviously, it's led into the whole debate whether the, are these young kids playing way too much football? And but I think that's a debate for a different time, not not necessarily this, uh, this yeah. episode of the podcast. But obviously, with them really important injuries, uh, a few of their cheaper midfielders maybe options like the um the name escapes me now but i remember the 16 year old who came on and scored yamal was it him i think so um, the right winger yeah 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 so i think i don't know how much he is in the game maybe six or million or something um means they're less rotation risk because they don't have that many players yeah um, and also the way that Barcelona have kind of done it in the past as they announce who is made into their Champions League squad for the for the match day. So we'll be able to kind of know if there's any surprises in there and we can kind of f- start to figure out who the starting 11 will be, which is quite handy for an eight o'clock fixture. Um, but with Barcelona not playing 100% as well as they could at the moment, this could have a portal upset, kind of what you said, like a draw, and then it's all to play for in match day six, which is what we're hoping for for a fantasy perspective, I guess. Yeah, and Barcelona drew 1-1 at the weekend against Rio Vallecano, I think. And Jules Koundé didn't start. He was on the bench. He got a zero-pointer against Shakhtar as well. So he's a, he's a doubt for actually even playing games at the minute. I don't know what Xavi's doing with his team. In terms of the amount of rotation, I never think rotating your back fours are particularly smart eyes. Yeah, you just want them to, you just want them to play together and be all set up. So, I think it's about coming away from Barcelona players personally, and actually, on the other side of that coin, I think Evan Nielsen, he got another two goals this weekend. He's absolutely flying, and he's he's Porto's most dangerous player. So I think if you were going to go for someone um, from from this group, other than your your Shakhtar midfielder, Sudikov, I think you're going to. I think for me, you'd want to go for Evan Nielsen from Porto and probably just avoid Barcelona entirely at this point. Would you look to transfer ones out? So say, for example, I've got Cancelo. I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, I think if you have Cancelo, he's safer. At least he's going to play. So you can risk it. I have Kunde, and he feels like he's a player that needs to come out now. As much as I don't really want to, because they've got Antwerp in the last game. But I've no trust in who's going to be starting in these games. I don't know who's playing against Antwerp. So it and might be a Wednesday fixture in the match day six as well. Yeah. It just has rotation all over it. Yeah. Especially if Barcelona win this game. But then if it is rotation all over it, then maybe you want Koundé because he's probably going to come in. <laughs> I don't like it. For yeah. centre-backs, for a five million centre-back, there's just there's better players in this game. Yeah. Um, in terms of predictions for both of these, Shakhtar and Twerp? Uh, I think Shakhtar win 2-0. I was going to go 2-1. And then Barcelona-Porto? Uh, I think Porto will win 2-1. I was going to go 1-1. One, one. That's what I want to happen. Yeah, keep it open. Uh, the other one is Group E, so that's the early fixture. Lazio at home to Celtic. Celtic, who 
can pull off a draw against Atletico Madrid, but then show us their true colours in the reverse. What a game that was. What Um, a game. That's the game I watched. It was absolutely class. Because they've stopped doing the goal show on BT, I think, or TNT. Yeah, they've lost some of the rights. This this was the first night, really, of Champions League football I properly got to like actually stay in and watch because of being in Milan for one of them and then um, had the PSG ticket had a Dortmund ticket. Uh so I didn't really I hadn't really paid too much attention. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'll stay. Uh, I was like, where's the goal where's the goal show? It's like, it just doesn't it, even have it. Yeah, it's it's it is a shame because I would I prefer that over watching, I do like, as well. Over watching like just a team pass at the back and you're like, all right, time to switch over much, yeah. like at least at the bringing it into the important, and I always miss. I always miss the goal. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. oh, this game's a bit boring now. Let's switch over, and then they're celebrating. And it's because it'll be like some game they'll be winning two, three, one or something. You're like, wow, we'll get this game on. Nothing else happens, and then there's a goal in the other game. You've just switched off. Uh, that happened with the early kickoff, the Napoli game, and the uh, the Benfica Sociedad game. I was like, well, I'll watch. I'll watch Napoli just because I've got more of their players. First goal went for Sociedad after minutes. I was like, sod this. I've got, I put that game on. And then thankfully I got a few. I obviously got the goals. Uh, and that was a great game. Except for Brace Mendes missing that freaking penalty when I brought him in for a hit. And he wasn't even meant to take the bug. Oh, God. Lazio. Yes. So they lost today 2-1. Did they? Were they away? Or... Away. Um, we know sense. that they're a better. They're a they're a home team. They're a home team. Yeah. Um, even though they dominated possession according to the stats, and but Immobile was the one who scored from a penalty spot. I think the biggest question mark will be: Do we bring him in potentially? Can he get the same sort of output? Nah. I literally. I don't think many people have a limitless. Would you bring him in on limitless? No. No, no, I don't think he's capable. I think of he's so. a one goal. I think he's a one goal player, and I don't think he's a player of the match type player either. I think if you're going to bring anyone in, whether you're on a not, probably not if you're on a well, actually, yeah, if you're on a limitless, you still want to. I think personally, bring in Providell in goal if you're on a limitless, or if you're not on a limitless, Roman Orley at the back, who I'm thinking of bringing in for Jules Koundé, that'll free up another point five million. And I think if I do that, I can then go and he grab. He wasn't in the squad at all on the week, uh, today. Robin Orley, was he not? That's why Aaron's here. Injury? Uh, it's the first I've heard about it. So, oh, goodness me. Well, I will quickly. Patrick? Take. Patrick's four million? Uh, two seconds, you've caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Pants down. I think people were talking about Kamada before, like. Before and obviously he's oh no, um, I think people are kind of reliving his Frankfurt, yeah, he's... kind of thing. I think just Lazio in general are just nowhere near as dangerous now that they've sold Milinkovic Savic and and Luis Alberto's not really playing for them anymore. Um, so according to this, um, it's always interesting when people go to like get the injury information. But he has a calf injury, but it should only, uh, it well, it just says calf injury. It doesn't say the extent or, yeah. or what. Well, that's, it's very vague. 
if that's the issue, if he's if he's not fit, it's not about oh, I'll just go someone else. If he's not fit. He's an important part of their defense. That's the issue. So if he's not fit, then you actually fancy Furuhashi or someone like that to maybe get a goal because they do need to be at full strength. So I'll probably keep an eye out on that. But at least is this one of the games we've got the team news on? Yeah, this yeah. is, isn't it? So if we see the team news and Roman Oli's in, I think you can go for Patrick at four million because he'll probably start. Again, you'll see the team news. Um, and with that in mind, with four, a four million defender, that frees up a lot of fun. So if I go Kunde down to him, bank that million, I can then go and grab a premium striker uh, up from Luke de Jong. I can go Luke de Jong to a, and go three premiums up front, which is what I'm really feeling at the minute, whether that be to Haaland or Mbappe. Um. No, I think I think that's they're really good shouts. Obviously, the team news would be really important for this one. But in terms of two transfers bringing people in, it's it is a difficult match to. At least you'll know for certain that these players are definitely playing. Yes. So if it comes between, do I pick a four point five million defender, Romanoli, for example, or Patrick, and it's like right. I know he's definitely starting, which will allow me to punt a little bit more on someone else. Like if someone's like a 50-50, then it allows you to be a bit more risky because you do have a little bit of a safety blanket with you. Um, But these fixtures just aren't great early fixtures. I that we can... Do Why don't think, they put people who do you play think, this game who are in charge of it? <laughs> but do you not think Lazio is a good fixture for Celtic? Like for, sorry, the other way around. Like Celtic's a good fixture for Lazio if you want to pick Lazio players. Like Celtic away. Lazio but, win. Um but I just don't in terms of fantasy output, I can see this being quite low scoring. Um and if Romanoli's not playing, then I don't think Lazio keep a clean sheet either. So it's, I, I was going to go with 2-1. Uh, if Roman only plays, I think it's 2-0 Lazio. And in that case, you probably look to go a, a defender. Potentially. Yeah. Um, Celtic, anyone tickle your fancy there? Nah, they drew today. Motherwell got a last-minute equaliser, didn't they? So that's a no for It's just a no for me. You can't... No, it's just a no. The other game, uh, obviously Lazio sitting in second. Uh, so if they do win this game, they have a really good chance of going up, despite us predicting that. Otherwise, <laughs> but I mean it's tough because obviously the other two teams play each other, and then it boils down to that last game. We could put your back as final playing Celtic. Your your back final to beat Celtic, and then you depends what Atletico Madrid turn up. Yeah, and it, it does depend on what Atletico Madrid turn up. Atletico Madrid are currently um, drawing nil nil uh, at the moment. Feyenoord won four two today. Jimenez with a hat trick. Uh, He's a beautiful player, isn't he? I like Timber with an assist. Steng with a golden assist. Sorry, Stengs with an assist, and Jordy Boy Yakuba Mensa with an assist. So he's looking good. He's he's got quite a lot of attack returns for them and he's actually playing quite well which is exciting for us especially with how many injuries we have so it would always be good for a little cheeky recall if we need him but Santiago Jimenez 
some boy. Are we, are we thinking about bringing him in at all? I've already got him in. Have you? Yeah, I've had him in for the both games. So at home to Atletico Madrid, a way to it's a way to Celtic, isn't it? That is right. Yeah, I want a bit of that. I want a bit of that. I want a bit of that. But I think this he's week's st- maybe the problem. Team. Yeah, you you do not get rid of him. I think this week's maybe the issue in a sense that, like, is Atletico Madrid at home a better fixture than you know Mbappe at home or or Haaland? At, at home, is that, I think it's at home, any so mm-hmm. like I, I'm not sure, and because I've already got we've, we'll all already have other players, but I think if you did want to bring in a budget striker, he is the number one pick. Jimenez, he just scores all the time. Yeah, I think the biggest thing to look at, um, in terms of Atletico Madrid as well, is their record in the Champions League. When they've been at home, obviously Celtic they beat six nil, but away they drew two two. At home they won three two to Feyenoord. So even Atletico Madrid at home three two. So Atletico Madrid yeah concede to this team, um. But away they drew one one to Lazio. So away from home, they've drew twice. So and conceding in every game except for the Celtic. Oh, you're doing things to us, Aaron. You're doing things to us. Especially when I've got Morata. And I just think, I'm glad I got Morata in. Morata did really well for me. I could score in both of these games as well. Um, But let's see, you've got Harry Harry Kane, who who scored again at the weekend. And then you've got two goals in the last Champions League game. You've got Haaland, you've got Mbappe. It was a grind to get them two goals. I was nervous. Yeah, but he still got them, and that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a case I've got Murata, De Jong, and Kitten. So obviously, De Jong is a player that I'd like to bring out. But if you had, if you had unlimited funds, would you pick Jimenez for the last two games or Kylian Mbappe for the last two games? Mbappe. So that's my problem. Harry Kane's playing Copenhagen at home. Yeah, like I have to, I have to keep them. So it's essentially, is it is taking Morata out worth a minus four to get him in as? That says no, no, no. Unfortunately, not. But this is one of those where there's too many good forwards on this game, and arguably not enough good players anywhere else. Yeah. I think if you want to get in on the Feyenoord bandwagon on that hype, I think Timber. He's playing really well. Goal and assist at the weekend again. Um, and he's five million, but he picks up ball recoveries as well. So for a five million midfielder, I think he's probably more favorable than than some of the others. I th- this is like who's that five around five million, I appreciate some are a little bit less and a little bit more, but you've got Anthony Gordon, uh Baronetia. Um I, f- I think there are a couple more, but I was kind of thinking of them off the top of my head. But he seems like a a player that could get some attacking returns if you're looking for someone in that price bracket. Like, I wouldn't add personally, as good as Anthony Gordon was today against a pretty woeful Chelsea team, PSG are a really good home team and we aren't a great away team. I think there's too many injuries as well. Yeah, like, um, yeah. And plus, Paris Saint-Germain were able to get an extra day's worth of... Rest, yeah, because the 
French Football Association let them play on a Friday night. Yeah, they always do. Yeah, they always do. Um, but I think that's a good uh, kind of segue into that match. So we'll go on to the next group, Paris Saint-Germain, Newcastle. Um, although we didn't do our predictions for Feyenoord, so just real quick predictions. Uh, I'm going to go 3-2 Feyenoord, a reverse of the, the other fixture. Uh, I'll go 3-1. 2 Feyenoord. Lovely stuff. Um, I will say Morata scores just, just for you. Oh, thanks. You uh, won't. Griezmann will. And then Lazio, I think, will win 2-0. If, we, if we did Lazio, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You've already changed the tune because I said two 0 Yeah, I hope everyone heard this. <laughs> I hope everyone I, understands how it you, happens now. Did you not hear me say if Roman only? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Paris Saint Germain, Newcastle. Uh, Paris Saint Germain beaten comfortably. Um, they beat comfortably. Sorry, Monaco five two. Um, although it was a closer match than the scoreline gives credit for. Uh, watched. The extended highlights in preparation for this podcast. You. Uh, that's how the the detailed research I go to <laughs> a five minute YouTube video. <laughs> um, but Cancelo Ramos, uh, Mbappe penalty, Dembele great at goal. I don't know if you saw that one. I've heard Dembele had a very good game. He did. Um, Vitinha outside the box scored, and then Colomani. Um, the death wasn't it? He came Dembele on as a sub. Assist. Yeah. Um, so, in, I think it's the same old story of Paris Saint-Germain. You don't really back them to keep a clean sheet. Definitely not. Um, but we've th- this is the thing with Newcastle, right? We're, we're obviously, I we're think scored, this, is the, this is the week to do it. Yeah, we've scored four goals in a game. And in three other games, we've not scored. So, like, it, it feel, this is how it sort of feels being a Newcastle fan at times. It's like, we're either not going to score or we're going to score four or five. Scored four today. And you're just like... Where stop stop scoring all your goals in one game? Just spread them out a bit, lads. Uh, so I think who knows? It might be that time. We are depleted. It was a tough again. It was a tough game today. All Premier League games are the first half. I thought was a bit of a grind for at times for us, but the second half were miles better. And Chelsea had ten men and two goals in rapid succession. Just absolutely killed the game. So hopefully. Had a fun time walking around. Kieran Trippier looks like he dislocated his finger. Uh, it's but, just injuries everywhere, isn't there? But for PSG, I think um, Zaya Emery is injured. So he's likely to miss that game. And he was the best player for PSG at St. James's Park. That being said, Kylian Mbappe is Mr. Home. Like, he loves playing home games. Scores, like, in every home game I've, I've seen him play this year. It's just goals. and. As time ticks on, Jamal Lascelles is looking more and more culpable at the back. I know he scored today, great goal. Uh, beyond that, he was not very good. He gave the ball away a lot, gave away silly fouls even when we were about to win the ball. Um, uh, he needs to switch on. He needs to switch back to the the the, the Lascelles that played in the home game because he was absolutely outstanding. It's in almost that game. like he, now that it is like. His minutes are secure. Well, like he needs to play for his position like every we, week. We he needs need, to, whether Botman's Botman there, the yeah. We just need Botman on the bench and Lascelles Botman at the back. Oh yeah, Isaac going to start. No, like even if he's not fit. Sorry, is what I meant. Like yeah, even yeah. if he's not fit, he just needs to be on the bench to make Lascelles stare him out. 
to make LaSalle Terminator. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Paris Saint-Germain will make the same mistakes that they did. I agree. I don't think they'll do 4-2-4. Four, four. And there'll be no... The, the, our crowd isn't going to be there. That stifle them. I think if Newcastle get a draw in this game, not only will I be amazed, but I'd be delighted. Absolutely delighted if we got a draw in that game. Um, I think it's proving quite difficult managing the three tournaments that we're in at the minute. And the, the managing, for me, I think the managing way better than I personally expected. To have four points in the group of death, and I think the I think the points go seven, six, five, four, to be sixth in the league, but I think we're like six points off top or something like that. It's we're not very far off the top of the league. Um, or maybe it was before the Arsenal game when I looked at the table. I'm sorry if I've got that a little bit wrong. Um, and then to be in the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup, beating Man City and Man United, this is amazing. This you'd expect a massive drop off. So it's not me obviously being negative or lamenting where we are at all. I just think it's a reality that we are struggling a bit and we aren't the team to be picking players for from this game. Even as unbelievable as Anthony Gordon is, he's not he's not having to play against Chelsea misfits every week in the Champions League. If you want to take a punt on them, it's match day six when we're at home to Milan. We'll see how they get on. But for now, stay clear and I would back PSG. Specifically Mbappe, I still think Usman Dembele is too inconsistent. I think Conchalo Ramos is too inconsistent in that PSG team because he doesn't have his position fixed. And Mawani's obviously, you know, is, is he going to start? Yeah, like, oh, does Mawani play this and does Ramos drop to the bench? You don't want that headache. And you're not going for any of the other players. So, yeah, I think Mbappe are bust. But not only that, I think he's actually an exceptional pick. What's the score? Um... I'll probably say 3-1 to Paris Saint-Germain. Because the goals that they conceded at Monaco were goalkeeping errors, both of them. Yeah. Well, the second one was a defensive error. Um, So it shows like a lapse of concentration. That's the type of like defences that Isak like thrives on. Um, Just that moment, because he can produce anything from at any time. Um, So yeah, I do think that we'll score. But I think that they'll, I think they've learned their lesson. Um, but that goal difference for us could be massive from the first time we played them. Yeah, just go for a draw, please. Just go for a draw. Get a dirty, horrible, scrappy, minging Atletico Madrid style nil nil. Take it all day. Roll around from the first minute. Arms, I don't care. And I, I just don't get the accusations of arms in the back of people. And... Yeah, none of that nonsense. Push people. Talk them out. Yeah. Karate chops on back. Anything you want, lads. Get stuck in. But remember, if they breathe on you, fall over, hold your shin, (laughs) hammy's gone, tie your laces, untie your laces, every trick in the book. Yeah. Remember to roll off the pitch always. (laughs) Um, So going into the other game, I think Dortmund, their fortune has kind of turned for them. Uh, where we were ju- kind of just judging it off the first few games in the group. We were kind of like, oh, Dortmund aren't the same type, like they're not the same team. <clears throat> but then when it came to the match against us, we didn't realize that the match that they lost against Paris Saint-Germain 
was the only game that they had lost in like 20 something matches at the time, but they've still kind of carried on really good form. They showed their quality against us both games and won 4-2 today. AC Milan have a lot of injury issues. I guess it's their annual injury. Um, all on Christmas off, mate. They want to go to the Christmas markets. Um, Teo Hernandez has scored the penalty for them at this moment in time. One so. nil up at half time against Fiorentina because their entire front three is injured. Um, Giroud, Liao, and well, they've got... are they injured for the for Tuesday? Are they all three of them? Dortmund. Well, I say front three are injured. Pulisic is back in today, but he's playing on the left. And he's bang average anyway. Yeah, so they're playing... Sorry, Chelsea, Americans. Jovic, and they have the potential youngest ever debutant in Syria history. 15-year-old Camarada on the bench. So, um, obviously, FPL, Rossoneri, Nick, great air. Uh, fan of the podcast so he's been listening to us for a while is a massive fan of him but he might be actually getting some minutes um against Dortmund this week which shows how desperate they kind of are if you're on a limitless bring in a Dortmund defender and Julian Brand that's what I was legitimately going to say like the fact that they got two clean sheets against us is uh we made that keeper look good yes he's not a good keeper <laughs> no. like we come on this We've given on for the oh, Corbel, he's a bit weird, like he's a bit of a dodgy keep by him. And we made him we made him look world class at St. James's Park. Didn't really do too much away. But Julian Brandt, I think we'd said before the game last week, he was their bright spark, their best player, and he absolutely ran riot. He at times looked like he was playing in the park with his mates against players that were two years younger than him at school. That's what it felt like at times watching him play. He is a difference maker. I actually managed to catch some of the uh, Munch and Gladbach game t- today. And uh, he's there. Basically, player. yeah, without him, they were stuffed. Full crew got a goal and assist. Brandt only got an assist for the first goal. But just he was the one that he, he was the one that got the game taken by the scruff of the next. So they were 2 0 down, Dortmund. He won 4 2. Uh, he did get booked as well. So in terms of like a fantasy perspective, he actually would have had a... You probably wouldn't have wanted him in a fantasy team for today's game, but you can't really base it just off points. You're looking at... You're looking at overall performance, see if they can get your future points. And today's performance, again, just shows me that he is their most important player. Uh, Gittens, on the left, got a goal and an assist as well, just in case anyone cares. Would you go for any Milan players then? Bear in mind they've got these three injuries and then Newcastle away in, in the last game. Um, I mean, the fact that Liao is potentially out is probably out, but we know what Champions League and injury news is like this yes. season. Um, Lies everywhere. But Liao is just a player of the match magnet. He does anything... Like, Touches the ball and they're like, give him the play of the match. Yeah, they worship the. He missed like nine chances or oh, play of the match. Yeah, and not any of the defenders who kept the clean sheet. Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, like the fact that um, he's not playing, I think, is massive. Uh, obviously, we'll see what the, the final result is of the Milan match. 
But I think that we we've literally just got to see what the team news, what the injury news is like in the run up to the match. If Teo Hernandez is the penalty taker, his appeal goes up. But then again, it's like it, it's the thing with the group of death, isn't it? I would out of all the teams in the group of death, I would be targeting Paris Saint Germain because of the game against us. But Dortmund, the fact that they're away to an injury, like ridden, yeah, and then they're at home against Paris Saint Germain, which Paris Saint Germain are not great away. Yeah, I think Dortmund are the potentially the team to target out of all of them, which is what a turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> but we know what Dortmund do, though. Oh, it's, they'll get you all, in. They're like the stage is set, and then they're like, you know what? Second place isn't bad. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. To be fair, they did they did me well that double defense in the round of sixteen against Chelsea last year, uh, which is like a little bit of a cult cult moment. <laughs> I might get them in. What's the score going to be for this game then? Um, I see Dortmund winning two one. So he's just said get Dortmund defenders in because Milan are going to score. Typical grading. I'm going to go 1 0 Dortmund. Isn't that what every, like, I'm not calling myself a football pundit by any You means, are a pundit, Aaron. That's what pundits do. Yeah. <laughs> Such a Martin Keown. I know. I know. Uh, last one for the Tuesday Young Boys and Red Star. Plazenia. Elias yeah. for Young Boys. There you go. Elias. 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 Begins with an E and he's cheap and he plays for Young Boys. Him up top. Plazenia. Next game. Man City, Leipzig. I think the biggest question is, do we keep Haaland? Um, I would say yes. I think he'll play. 100% keep Haaland. He's mint. I'm still thinking about getting him in. It's hard because I just don't think he plays in the last game. I think he plays this game, 100%. I just think he plays every game, to be honest. But last season, he got dropped for match day six. Julian Alvarez played up top on his own. I... That was when Alvarez wasn't a consistent starter. That is also true. De Bruyne comes but, back next week in training. But uh, exactly. So I still think you might want De Bruyne in there. You might want, is it Nunez? They've got Matthias Nunez. Is that who they vote? I think um, out of all the Man City players, sorry to cut you off, is Rico sorry. Lewis to get in. Because he, he'll play. Well, I think John Stones are Gavardial because they didn't play this weekend. But Rico Lewis, he's played three full 90s in the Champions League. And he got player of the match um, in one of them and he scored in the other. So... 4.6 defender. He's I think his price is going to rise. Um I think he's he's the one to get. I think that's a good shout, especially for the last game. I, I just think especially with Man City's like fixtures coming up, like so obviously they played Liverpool, uh, but they've got Tottenham at home next week. Yes. Um then, Villa. Yeah, Villa midweek, then away to Luton, which is yeah, that's not Nothing to worry about. But um I think it's just being at home to Tottenham like this next week is is gonna be massive. Um and so I think that the team that started against Liverpool today, barring any injuries, is gonna be the team that starts against Tottenham. Um and so I think they're literally gonna do the full like rotation where they can. Um John Stone's playing, Vardy all playing. Lewis. But I do think Lewis will will play because he seems to be there. Champions League, he's played most of the minutes of the Champions League so far and he's done really well. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Uh, for Leipzig, so I've been advised 
to take out Rome. Yeah, I need to take out Henrik's. <laughs> yes. Uh, at the same time, though, who they got match day six? It's, it's going to be one of the two dreadful teams. Young boys. So, at home. They've got young boys and they're in Germany. So, it feels like a very one week move. If you've got nothing else to do, then I think putting Enrico Lewis in for one of those two, putting in one of the Dortmund defenders we've talked about, putting in a Lazio defender that we've talked about in for round could be okay. But the, because of the play on the Tuesday, I'm kind of half thinking, well, just play him. And when you get to one pointer or whatever, I can just take him out. They are cheap enough, and but the the issue is that the you just don't expect clean sheets from them anymore. I think a lot like I've got the goalkeeper, and I just it's really annoying. Um, they lost to Wolfsburg today, two one. Ugh, who got the goal for Leipzig? I didn't see that. Um, Paulson. Oh, he's not who you want to be scoring. So a Pender with the assist. I've just had a look there. A pender with the assist. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, no, but Man in City. terms of two transfers, a lot of people probably have Xavi Simmons. Probably keep him for the next game. That's the thing. It's all about the next game because young boys will want to. They'll definitely want to finish second, and I think it, it it might all depend on what happens for this particular game. Like, how's that group looking? I I don't suppose you've got it up in front of you in terms of. Yeah, um, so Man City are top with 12, Leipzig second with nine, and the other two are on one point. So both of them are through. So this is the battle for first place. Which... In that case, you know what? I think Leipzig players are less important because if they're already through, they can rotate. You're, if they win this, it's totally different. If they lose this and then all they've got second, you just surely they rotate against the weak team at the end, like it matters because they're both they're both through and then nothing would be able to change. Yeah, um, they do have Dortmund the like two days before the match day six as well. Yeah, I think that um, oh, that's frustrating. That is very frustrating. Obviously, Simmons got some goals, which is nice. I might keep them in, but I think Raum has to come out. Yeah, I would say so as well. Um, so in terms of that match, I think it's kind of just going to be a... If we were able to get early team news, fantastic. But it is just going to kind of be a Man City. However, if you are able to guess correctly who plays, you're probably going to get points from them. Yeah. Um, they're just so good, aren't they? Like the battered Liverpool today, like it wasn't wasn't a one-one game. No. Um so with that score. And then because I'm bringing in Rico Lewis, I'm gonna say 2-0 Man City. Yeah. 3-1. So you're gonna have them concede. Yeah, I yeah, uh, but I don't think I'll bring in Rico Lewis. I think I'll bring in a Lazio defender and a Dortmund defender. Fair. Going on to the the Wednesday matches. Now we'll try and do these a little bit quicker because they're harder to predict. Um, we'll start with the early kickoff. Galatasaray, Man United. Um, Galatasaray got to be favourites being at home and Man United aren't particularly great. Well, this group's pretty much... Well, Bayern Munich are through. They're top. They're the only team to have both completely tied up already. 
Um, so it's a battle for second and third now between Copenhagen, Galatasaray and Man United, with Man United being bottom on three points, the other two having four points. Less points in this group than Newcastle have in the group of death. Madness. Madness. Um, but in Ten Hag we trust. It was Ronaldo's fault. <laughs> um, Prove to me you can score goals. <laughs> so... Yeah, Galatasaray are, are, are the favourites. Um, Man United, obviously, they um, they play tomorrow. So, at the time of recording. So, against away to Everton. That horrible tough. fixture, that. Everton are going to be bang at that game after the 10-point deduction. Like, so, they're, they're away be... to Everton, and then away in Turkey, and then away to Newcastle. That horrible. Rough. B- buzzing for us because yeah. we'll we'll destroy them. I hope it's in James's uh, after after <laughs> flying. So we'll destroy them. I hope. Yes, <laughs> I realise this could be soundbite at any moment. I've done this before. Uh, yeah, I don't fancy Man United's chances in any of those three games. I th- don't think they're a particularly good away team. If you were to have one, Bruno Fernandez, he's on pens. What a shock. What a what fit? a what a mind boggling assertion! Pick Bruno Fernandez. He's not worth the money though. Yeah, no. Um, Galatasaray, obviously, it's, it's the favourites. Like a card, he scored two against them. No, he scored one and he missed a pen. Yeah, he had the opportunity to score two, um, but he he sat Onana down with yeah. that chip. Yeah. Uh, he's, I really like a Cardi. Like he's a horrible person, horrible person in real life. He's not a good role model. No, he's not. He's a <laughs> he's a terrible friend. Uh, however, just as for Maxi Lopez, but he's a good player. He's a very uh, annoyingly he, a very good. Player. I I actually really like watching him play. He's got that swagger, and I think he's he's surrounded by some good players as well. Actor Coglu with six and a bit million, I think, is a great pick. Zaha's doing well for them. I don't think they had a good result this weekend, though, if I remember rightly off the top of my head. I think they played last night. Well, they won 4-0, which oh, isn't a good result. Oh, a terrible result for them. Only the four. Icardi, Merton scored twice and Zaha. I must have been thinking of the result last week or midweek or something. Seven shots. I was thinking of a different result, Aaron. I need to, I need to justify what I've just said by finding the result. That I was talking about. Uh unless I just caught it at the beginning and thought it was the end or something. What have I done? This is this is one of yours. Like, this this is you and Porter. Terrible. Worst start of the league in 20 years. They've only won every game. Only conceding one. Uh right, Galatasaray. They've pretty much got their full strength. Um starting eleven. ZH is probably the only one you would say, and Angelino. Are the only ones you probably see are not the start. It was the it was the previous game week that got beat two one. Okay. And um yeah, Zaha scored. But yeah, they got beat two. That was the game week I was thinking of. Um, I didn't see the scoreline from yesterday, so I still had the previous games in my head. Forgive me, internet. <laughs> so but uh, bringing any of them in. They are they are definitely a radar team if I want to be changing around any of my midfield and I can't I think obviously we'll talk about Saka later, who's probably a really good pick for this week, but if you can't get to him, because lots of people have Bellingham and I don't know how fifth Bellingham is. 
is he going to be risked? And is Napoli at? I mean, of course, is Napoli at home the best fixture in the world? He ruined them in the last game, Uh, but you'd fancy them to. They're an Italian team; they're going to run into his shoulder a lot. So, is he going? Even if he starts, he's going to come off. All these because of height or just dirty tactics. Dirty, dirty tactics. Uh, (laughs) Stick a nut on him, uh, right in his shoulder. So, yeah, I think I think they'll be a bit naughty with him. You have to be. So the, that's a concern, I think. If you, like, like I said, if you've got Ch- likes of Chavi Simmons and Northern Firespower, but you can't get up to Saka, I think Zaha and Aktakoglu are two outstanding picks, and Zaha's the one that I really, really want. You do you really want? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I really, 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 really want. Um, so the other game, which is going to be a rotation nightmare, that's going to leave us all on the edge of our seats. Um, there's going to be some random lineups on Twitter somewhere, and we're all going to panic. Um, how much are Bayern Munich going to rotate? They do not have to. He's not dropping Harry Kane. Just not going to happen. Yeah, they won one nil. Um, I think the rotation that will happen. I don't think it'll be. So much as the star in eleven, I think it'll be early subs. Yes. Um. So I think the I, like so at the moment I've got three Bayern Munich players. I've got Kane, Sane, and Kimmich. I'll probably keep Kimmich and Kane. Sane is the one on the chopping block. I think for me, where I could go to Saka as a result. Um. But you've got Nabri on the bench who didn't come on at all. Um, he actually didn't make any subs in the last game. Wild. So Nabry didn't play any. Davies didn't play any. Muller didn't play. You've got Tell, who's a great player. Yeah, very good player. Um, Muller. Um, so yeah, the, there's a good few players there who I think um, Nabry's in line potentially starting. It's frightening because I do think that's... I actually think that he'll make loads of changes across that three. I think Tell or Muller could start. And then I think Nabry, I think Nabry starts ahead of Coleman or Sane. And then Kane gets subbed off for Muller at some point. Yeah, yeah like, because Tell can play up, he plays up front, but he can play behind Kane and he can play off the left, I think. So, it's, but like, not, like I said, Nabry's got to play. It, it was, um, is Musiala fit again now? Yeah, he wasn't on the bench. Um, but yeah. Super Moting played as the number 10. Yeah, I saw that. Not very well. Um, I I don't know about how well, but so he's yeah. The my confidence in Sane playing isn't great at the minute, but yeah, definitely think he is subbed off after sixty minutes for nine million worth of midfielder. You're probably going to want Bukayo Saka. Yeah, yeah. Like Arsenal have to win their game. Um, Bayern Munich they don't really. It, Obviously, they'll want to impress at home, um, and they've still got that ridiculous stat where they've not lost a group stage match in however many seasons now. Yeah. Um, so they're probably going to win. It's just a, and this is a this is a game actually. I've sort of said don't pick Bayern defenders under any circumstances, but actually, I think you can go for one of the centre backs now that Neuer's back. I think that one of the I think probably Kim Min Jae. Is the safe bet, and I don't think he's going to rotate centre backs. 
No. So I, I think, if again, if you're looking for a clean sheet, Copenhagen with Neuer back in goal, the rat home, I think that's a, a good a bet as any, especially if you're looking for a Wednesday player. Um, Scoreline? Uh, I think it'll just be like another 2-0. Yeah, Bayern Munich haven't been as free-flowing in the Champions League. I think that a lot... Or the people... league. The, like it's, I mean, to be fair, they have scored quite a few, but it's, it's just Harry Kane, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I think we've all kind of underestimated, including them teams, underestimated how good Galatasaray and Copenhagen are, yeah. are going to be. Um, and so it could be a really interesting match day six with all three of them teams, regardless of these results. But Bayern Munich, they don't really care. They probably just don't want to lose that that record of yeah. losing. Um especially with Man United having to play Bayern Munich in the last match day. Thing of beauty. Um, so, I don't know if I gave my prediction there. You did. So, on the next early fixture, Sevilla and PSV. Sevilla at home. Sevilla also, um, I, according to the, like, the odds on, they play tomorrow against Real Sociedad. Um, it is really interesting how leagues where they put their fixtures, isn't it? But insane. Why not make that a, an, an evening fixture tonight? Help up both any, teams. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but Sevilla, I guess there's not many injury concerns that I'm aware of. Um, but they drew one one to Real Betis uh, before the international break. Lost to Arsenal two nil, and then drew one one with Celta Vigo. So they're not in. Not in fantastic form. Nah, they're a they're a hard avoid. Um, I wouldn't go for a single one of them. PSV. What's your thoughts on them? Won again today. Because uh, we had them potentially going through with Arsenal when we first saw the group. Yeah, and I think they'll win this game as well. I don't think they're going to do it, you know, by any great like measure or anything. Sadly, again, like obviously, I had him in up his last two scores, I think, have been pretty okay. He obviously got a nine pointer, um, for match day four, and I think for match day three, he got an assist or something like that. Let me have a little look. Oh, no, he's got, he's got a one, four, three, nine. So, yeah, I think he had a goal, dis, uh, an assist disallowed or something like that, but. I can see them. I can see them performing better in this game now, just purely because I think Sevilla are performing worse. I think they're dropping off a little. It's obviously going to a lot of it's going to boil down to the last game. But if Arsenal are already through by then, and Arsenal aren't as good away as they are at home, so I'd still probably back them to just pip. No, uh, but that's being said, I can't. I, I, th- I think this game is probably going to be just a jump into predictions. I think it's going to be two one PSV. It's, it's not too much to talk about beyond the players that we've spoke about historically, like Luke de Jong and um, Vermin and that sort of stuff. The problem is you do- don't bring any of these players in. Like these aren't good players to bring in for, from either team, which is why I kind of just think it's not overly worth talking about when we've just said some really good picks from other teams go through that are budget, some that are premium. I'm even considering selling Luke de Jong. That says everything. Yeah. Uh, the other game, Arsenal won. 
Um, I do think that Arsenal, well, they won one nil uh, today away at Brentford, which is always a tough game. That's a good result. That Brentford are a really good home team. Took a last minute ish, last minute Havert winner. Um, so, and that's a clean sheet as well. So I think that's really good. They um, have beaten Sevilla in both games. There, they they hadn't done too great. Kind of obviously, there's all the controversy when they faced us, but they lost to West Ham as well, three one. So they're probably just looking to get back to their ways. But of all their matches, they were missing Odegaard. So now that he's back, it is I guess they can go back to a little bit more control on the ball. Saka had a little bit more of a rest as well. Um, so he is obviously we highlighted him for this game uh, back in like match day two when they were playing Lon the first time. Uh, so Martinelli unfortunately is listed as a forward, so he's he, I don't think he's a, no, an option. No, um, I think it's the same with well Gabriel Jesus. He came off today, but I don't know if that's an injury or anything like that. I was rested for, um, for midweek. But in Ket, yeah, we probably don't go there either. Yeah, so stay away from the those Arsenal forwards in the game. And I would even Odegaard. I probably wouldn't go. No, I think Saka has a higher ceiling. Saka at home is just a different breed. So I think Saka at home is a really good captaincy pick if you want to come away from Harry Kane for for Wednesday night captains. I think he's got a really high ceiling. The need to win. He's a, obviously an outstanding footballer. I think if you want to go elsewhere for Arsenal, you pick Saliba. Uh, or Raya because I, mean, I picked Saliba for my f- match day two and it didn't go well. Yeah, but we're playing away and I think they're going to do better at home. I just Arsenal do just do better at home in general. Yeah, um, I'm going to guess one nil to the Arsenal, one nil, two nil to Arsenal, and then um, we're almost there. So we touched a little bit on it before Real Madrid Napoli. Um, Real Madrid, well, Napoli won. Ossiemen is back. Um, he got the assist, but he's still not. He, he didn't Was start. Elmas that got the winner. Yeah. Um, he didn't start the game. Real Madrid play tomorrow, so we'll see how how that goes. Um, we don't know Bellingham's fitness. We just kind of need to see this, what this squad looks like tomorrow. Vinicius Junior's out for months, though. Yep. So he's one of my transfers this week, even though I just brought him in. <laughs> Um, I think Vinicius to Mbappe was one of my transfers is what I was looking at. Um, yeah, good good transfer that, I think. Because Mbappe or, has yeah. to play both match days. Yeah. Whereas Haaland does not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't know too much about Real Madrid other than that. Um, Napoli, the... Obviously, it's really, really good that uh, Aussie men's back, but Kravaskelia was also on the score sheet. You brought him in. Are you going to keep him in? I think you have to. I think I think I have to. He's playing really well. He's back. To, he looks back to himself. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Real Madrid away isn't the easiest fixture, but if they've got no Jude Bellingham and no Vinicius Junior, you just their their chances just increase enormously of getting something. Even just how positive they'll feel going into the game. Di Lorenzo got the assist for Cuadraschelia's goal as well, didn't he? What a player. What a lad. Um, 
and so, robbed of an assist in the last game as well, by the way. It was never a foul. Probably was, but not when he's in my team. <laughs> um, and then in terms of prediction for this match, um, like I honestly I don't have much information on Real Madrid, so I don't know if you like I have no idea. I was, I'm just gonna say one one to good, remain neutral and placid. The, the good news about Real Madrid is that Carlo Ancelotti. Ancelotti, uh, uh, Ancelotti? new guy. <laughs> uh, Ancelotti. <laughs> it's just Ancelotti with glasses and a fake mustache. <laughs> the giveaway is still the eyebrows. <laughs> um, but like he's never hit stuff in his press conferences. He'll pretty much say who the starting eleven will be. He didn't do it last week. It was really annoying. But historically, he gives these teams like three days early. He goes, oh, that's that's the team. But he didn't last week. It was oh, the, the week one before, time. the last match day. Yeah, and he wouldn't do it. So um, in terms of keeping Bellingham, I think you st- still just keep him. Everyone's in the same boat. So keep him and pray. And then they're going to play on the Tuesday, the next match day, and you're likely going to have to bring him back in when it gets to the knockout. So I'd say just keep him. Um Braga Union Berlin. What a terrible game. I think Braga win this. I well to be fair, Union Berlin got a draw today. Uh new manager. I think it's one of those where we'll have to treat it like fairly seriously in a sense that we're not entirely sure what this new Union Berlin team like is gonna feel, how they're gonna perform. Uh Braga also absolutely smashed it today, though. In the cup. Uh, yeah, I don't know who they were playing, but I think that probably says it all, really. Uh, if you were going for someone, again, I'm not sure that I would, but it's the same two players we've talked about from Day Dot. It's uh, Bruma and Ricardo Horta. Not that Horta's really done much in the last I few games, like, but... Yeah, I feel like um, if you did bring them in, knowing that they've got a player in Madrid and Napoli in the next match, it, it it's just it's a just match na- day five only. Yeah, it's just Napoli, isn't it? They've... No, I meant like these two teams. So... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, I bring agree. Anyone from this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't bring them in because of what Napoli. Like you're, you're bang on. Napoli and next a, week, and it's a Wednesday week. fixture that you're yeah. these in for. So you might bring them in, and they might not play. Yeah, um, yeah I think if you've got them, keep them. If you've got Bruma or Horta, keep them. If you've got Gorsons, I'd sell them. Get someone else in. Yeah. Um. So Real Sociedad, Salzburg. Um, and then Benfica Inter. That's the last group. Manali there. Sociedad Salzburg. We'll start with them. Uh, Sociedad top of the group already qualified. Um, they just need to secure top place because obviously Inter have also qualified. I think. Yeah. Um, both in the same amount of points. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, no, I think I think Sociedad are one point ahead. Are they... No, no, they're both on ten. Both on ten. Inter have done it by just fielding whoever they want. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Simeone and Zaghi is a joke. Like, we were looking at this group going, Oh, yeah, get in assets. And Zaghi was looking at this group going, I can rest people. <laughs> like, yeah, it's annoying. And the fact that they've got to play each other next match day. Yes, I think you hold for this week because I can see Sociedad just doing Salzburg fairly comfortably. And then you're getting rid of them probably for that last game. Uh, you know, that'd be a competitive game. Do you reckon Inzaghi's going to play a full-strength team? Or do you just think he just doesn't give a shit? Because he cares about Serie A. That's what he wants to win. 
Yeah. So they play obviously he plays tomorrow against Juventus. So and then he plays the next week against Napoli. So there will be lots of rotation in this match. For this match, yeah. Yeah. Um and then UK has Lazio, the one after Sociedad. So it's in Italy as well. Like I I think it's just as long as the job gets done, to be honest. Like, they're top of the table. This is the top two against each other tomorrow, so that's going to be a, bit, a better indicator. Yeah. Um, I think the best people to go for, we often say the wing-backs, but I've got Bastoni on my team, and he, the amount of ball recovery is that. Yeah. One of the, one of the centre-backs always has a really high ball recovery day. Um, and so in the day that they didn't keep the clean sheet, um. I think it was DeVry had an unbelievable game. Um, and the other two were kind of just, hey, you do the work today. Yeah. Um, so I've got Bastoni and Sommer. I'm probably just going to keep them because I, I've got other fires to put out and other players I want. Yeah, I think they're two good. I think they're the two best players to have because you just know they're going to play. I mean, Martinez was rested. Turam will probably be rested. He's been rested before. He's rested DeMarco. He's rested Dumfries. You've got no idea what's going on with any of them. I think they're hard. Just leave them alone. Um, again, other than Summer and Bastoni. Um, and then obviously Ben Fenfikens. Like, I mean, the the they're out. They're not doing anything. The, the bottom the players of the group, are too expensive. The players are very expensive. Leave them alone. Um. I think the biggest questions is obviously rotation, but I think Sociedad won't rest their players. But obviously, both of these games, uh, Sociedad and Inter, play tomorrow. So that's going to be your best indicator in terms of we, we, we're literally just guessing. So yeah, we can recommend yeah. a player and then they get injured tomorrow. So let's just keep our mouth shut. Yep. And oh, Bastoni's going to absolutely smash it in the Champions. He's going to smash it on Wednesday. Bastoni assist. 12 ball recoveries. How clean sheets? How mental would you go if for some weird turn of events, Sommer just took a penalty tomorrow? Like, I don't think I'm able to contain myself. I think people would lose that. <laughs> like, be or, worth or a hit. Just someone even more obscure, Bastoni. Yeah. Or Darmian. Oh, people would lose that. But, well, Canalog lose at that club. No one's getting a yeah. sniff at a pen. No, um, but I think we're going into the crazy land. But in terms of transfers, um, you've played both your chips. Yeah, and I've still got my limitless. I am not going to play it this match day. Um, so my transfers, I'm looking to bring in obviously Vinicius Junior out to Mbappe, um, which I can afford to do just straight swap. Um, and then from there, I would like to do Sane um, to Saka, but I would be short. I have Aspilicueta there just chilling, and he hasn't been playing for Atletico Madrid. Terrible. So what I could do is Atletico Madrid, uh, Aspilicueta to Lewis, um, or even someone else to Lewis like uh, Cancelo, potentially. Which were then I would maybe take a minus four for Saka. Yeah, I don't think a minus four but is a bad idea this week. With premiums, I think the minus four isn't too bad. I don't know. Yeah, 
I think minus four is right. My problem is I want to make another, I want to do another minus eight, mate. <laughs> actually, I think I, I think I actually looking at this want to do a minus twelve. I want. I think you should. I want De Jong out. I want Simmons out. I want Bellingham out. I want Sane out. I want Raum out. I want Kounde out. I'll um, I'll keep Bellingham in. That's still De Jong, Simmons, Sane, Kounde, Raum. I want all of them gone. I want all of them gone. I am not. I will at most take a minus four, uh, and it will be to bring it. I'll be bringing in a, a, a Tuesday captain. It'll be an Mbappe or a, I'll be bringing in Mbappe or Haaland for Luke de Jong. It'll be taken out probably Raum. Oh no, I'll take out Kunde for Lazio Dortmund defender, and then we'll. We'll see if I can take a minus four to maybe get rid of Rome. And I'll just have to chance me on with Simmons and Sani and all that lot, I think. I think. We'll have to see. But I'm not taking another minus 16. Or am I? It's that last hour before the deadline when everything just goes mental. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, obviously, we'll get to see the team lineups. The Lazio's team will tell me a lot about whether I'm going to go for one of their defenders. I think they're right for the last couple of games. Um, thank you so much if you put up with us for this long. Uh, obviously, we've just put it all on one podcast for this time, trying to just get them done quickly. I don't know how long that lasted for, but hopefully just over an hour. Oh, that's all right. That's not too bad for you, is it? Nice listening. Please don't forget to follow Gallagher Shots. If you're in any Newcastle-based content, uh, hopefully you are. Please don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We are at UCL Fantasy Pod. We're available not only on YouTube if you're looking at our ugly mugs, but also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, all the places where you can listen to podcasts. Best of luck for the next match day. We certainly need it. In fact, if you could have less luck and just pass it on to us, that'd be greatly appreciated. And we will see you for the next one. Bye now. <laughs>